I, I just, I, man, I'm so passionate about it because it's like, I've done this shit for three years in my bedroom and I've made it work. And it's like, if I can be an example to people like you don't need anything except just a little bit of time, resources and money to create something like cut the bullshit excuses, cut whatever you are making up in your mind and actually just create the thing, do the thing you actually want to do. Like this shit is possible. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. It has been a while. I'm sorry for the month of delay with no podcast i've been super ambitious with kyle beats lately since the launch i launched the video podcast i've been putting out music videos i've quite frankly been doing so many things at once and that's my excuse that's why there wasn't one and i've actually had this one recorded for a while today's podcast is with someone named bobby hobert you don't know who bobby is he hosts a purpose in the youth po- youth podcast but the reason i wanted to have Bobby on this podcast is because he hasn't made it yet. He drives Uber and he does this podcast once a week and he's trying to make it and he's been doing this for three years now trying to succeed. The biggest reason I wanted to have Bobby on here is because of his attitude. As you guys know, I used to drive Uber and I used to do all this stuff before I got any kind of success and before I was able to make a living off of Beats and I did not have the same attitude as Bobby. (laughs) I had a way worse attitude until I could stop Ubering and start selling Beats full time. So I think you guys will get a lot out of this. But yeah, let's get into it. Episode 41, 42. What are we on with Bobby Holbert, aka the host of Purpose in the Youth? Yo, Kyle, this is crazy. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to the second visual Kyle Beats podcast of all time we're still working out the kinks and whatever else you want to call it today on the podcast i have a very special guest he has his own podcast he's also from massachusetts the boston area he's out in la right now welcome to the podcast bob a let's go i didn't know when to punch in bro you you kept talking (laughs) making me feel good and i was like yo do i do i jump in now or do i just let them keep rocking and rolling yeah well it's it's, so it's a new thing for me right because usually i do i'll just get right into the podcast but now it's like the video version you kind of have to do a little pre pre Mm, requisite mm, intro um, i like that because there's no intro before there's no intro in the actual uh in the visual part yeah but dude i wanted to get you on my podcast today for a few different reasons one i feel like you're one of the most inspirational people <laughs> you think i am dude i just i watch your um instagram videos like i listen to your podcast and i feel like your positive attitude is just something that every person on earth should have and i just want to have you on here just because you haven't quote unquote made it yet you're still in grind mode as is everyone but like you're still out here you're driving uber which is also yeah. something that i used to do you're you're doing this podcast and it's just like that there's so many people that listen to my podcast i'd say about 99 percent of the people that listen to my podcast and watch all my shit that are out here trying to get it and i feel like the positive attitude that you have is something that every single person should have yeah. Um, so that's a big reason why I want to get you on here, man. And just, yeah, man. Um, before we, before I even give you my two cents on that, I just want to make sure. So I don't screw this up. Am I supposed to be visually recording anything right now or no? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're recording. Right. We got the GoPro in front of me. You fucking let's hit it. Baby. <laughs> All right. 
Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Little technical difficulties on my end. I will take I will take full responsibility of why there was no visuals for the first twenty seconds what of the, this podcast. What the hell was I saying? How you say positive? <sighs> you were making me sound so so good. Um, well, I think that everyone can just. I think everyone could just learn from that just positive outlook on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's the thing is that honestly, I owe a lot of that credit is probably because of where I was raised, the family I was raised by. Dude, there's so many things that have led me to where I am today that I I don't, it's so hard for me to actually pinpoint one specific moment or certain thing to why I, I just, to me, it's just positivity is the only option. Like I'm yeah. not gonna sit here and complain about why I'm not making a living doing what I want. That's not getting me anywhere. And so I've just realized that like, I just need to make the best of the situation I'm in. I, I kid you not, yesterday I was driving Uber. It was the beginning of my day and I drove by this woman and it looked as if she was homeless. I couldn't really tell, I hate to say that, but it's LA is just, there's yeah, so yeah. much homeless population. And she had two kids with her walking and they looked they looked younger and, and in that moment, I told myself literally for the rest of the day, I cannot complain about one single thing because there's two kids right there that I have no idea the environment that they're being raised in, but I know that what it looks like is a much different environment from what I was raised in, where I had a roof over my head. My parents were very supportive. My parents did anything and everything to make sure their kids were happy. And so I think just realizing that perspective, it has allowed me to just see the positivity in everything. Like just, it's just a flip of a switch. That's the way I look at it. It's like you can either look at something as a setback or you could complain that you're not where you want to be in your life, but you could also look at all the positive things that are ha- that are happening in your life and use that as fuel to, to keep going and keep doing that thing. Yeah, it's hard, man, because like something that I always say is because um, when I was trying to figure all this stuff out, I, I moved to Florida. I was living with a couple of my buddies. I moved to Florida just because – I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I was driving Uber at the time, which is funny. Yeah. What, what part of Florida was this again? So I moved to Orlando where yeah, yeah, okay. my buddy was, and then I moved in with two dudes, and um, rent was like 375 a month, just like the cheapest thing. That's just Florida, so you, you could find something like that just like the cheapest thing ever. But like it was it was it was literally like like a step up. Like it was yeah like beautiful weather the whole year and it was just but it was just like it's hard to stay in a positive mindset when you're trying to turn your kind of like your passion into something where you can make a living off of it like something i always say is just like it doesn't matter because i was like i had a lot of fucking shitty days where i'm just in my fucking toyota corolla which i still drive just in between ubering just like dude i fucking hate this and you're just yeah. every single day you're just like fucking depressed and it's like yep. what i always say is like it doesn't matter if you're if you're pissed as long as you just keep going if you're running up a hill and you're pissed yeah. that you're running up the hill as long as you keep going you're gonna get to the top yeah. so yeah you're just gonna be like why was i fucking so pissed <laughs> yeah no and i think going off of the whole weather thing of like right you're living in florida it's warm out you feel great uh, how do I still maintain that positivity? I think the big one, one big realization I've realized is, you know, being somebody that ho- had always dreamed of living in Los Angeles, had always dreamed of living in California, now living in the city he had always dreamed of, the beautiful weather and everything, that isn't the actual, that's not the key to happiness, right? Like I think moving here and being here for, it'll be two years next month, I've realized like, 
there isn't a certain thing or moment that's going to just provide me the most happiness because I thought moving from Boston to Los Angeles, I'm never not going to be happy. And it's like you go through the honeymoon phase, you're so happy to be here, and then it becomes the norm and you're right back into the grind. So I think realizing like there is no such thing as like a happiness destination, you kind of have to find the happiness in the process. Going back to what I was just saying, like positivity and in and, and the moments that you're having the setbacks, uh, you have to find happiness along this whole ride because it's not like even if tomorrow I started making a living doing what I want full time, six months from then after that, I'm going to be back to square one if I'm not continuously trying to find happiness along the journey of whatever I'm trying to create. Yeah. Yeah, so tell me about that decision. You were in, what, what part of Massachusetts are you from again? Chickabee, Chickabee Mass, uh, near Springfield, Mass. So about an hour and a half. If you literally get on the 90 West, yeah, go yeah, all yeah. the way down to Chickabee. Uh, I'm right next to Springfield, Mass. So it was like an hour and 20 from uh, from Boston. Dope. And like, what yeah. made you want to, for those of you who don't know, you made a decision to go out to LA to start a podcast and to try, like take me through that whole process. Like what, yeah. what was that yeah. like? So, uh, you know, I, I grew up in Western Mass, and I went to college in Boston. I went to Bentley University. You went uh, to Bentley? School. Yeah, I went to oh. Bentley, man. Yeah, I went to Bentley. Uh, I went to Bentley thinking that I wanted to go into the corporate environment, so I figured go to a top business school. It's going to be a great segue into a good corporate job. And then uh, graduating, realizing that was not what I wanted to do, I was starting to get this idea of starting a podcast focused on passionate people. Um, what made you friends. realize? What made you realize? Sorry, what made you realize that you didn't want to do the corporate stuff? That's that's a good question. See, this is the thing. <laughs> I've got I've I've told this the story so many times that I'm always trying to find ways of like I have to always remember that there's people out there that have no idea who I am in my yeah. story. So it's like I need to Probably tell the every details one of my because they're important. <laughs> yeah, no, truly. And so that's a great question. I, I really skimmed over that as if it was not a big deal. But so I go into Bentley. I. I have an internship my junior year working for a small startup company of about 50 employees. It was a great company. It was a marketing agency, uh, or they sold the marketing software, mm-hmm. but it was in that small environment that I realized, holy shit, this is horrible. This is yeah. not meant for me. Yeah. And now you could argue that maybe working for that company or that product or that service was the reason I didn't enjoy it, but I, I was still at a small scale seeing like people show up at the same time of day. Every, uh, at 11 a.m., everyone's going Brutal, to the coffee dude. area to like make their coffee, and then 1 p.m., we're all it, it's just the same cycle. And I was like, no way am I doing this shit. Um, so after that that internship, that's when I realized, okay, this is a good moment that I'm realizing this now, but I'm about to graduate in a year from now, and what I thought I wanted to do was not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I go into senior year just like blazing hot. I told myself I'm not going to stress about a job. I'm not going to stress about trying to figure out what that next step is. I'm just going to live it up my senior year and I'll figure it all out. And so my senior year, I went full throttle. I had a great time. I was partying my ass off. I was doing a lot of good things and (laughs) having fun with my homies. But in the back of my mind, being at a top business school, everyone's talking about what they're doing next, the jobs that they're locking in. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll figure it out. Um, It's all horseshit though. Yeah, it's you, you. Yeah, I know. At the end of the day, man, people just got to do what they're passionate about. And I knew going to the corporate environment was not my passion. And um, yeah, so I just had a bunch of friends around me doing super passionate things that was kind of inspiring me. Um, I was starting to listen to a podcast called The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes. That was super inspiring to me. And kind of going into that last couple months of school, 
I started brewing with the idea of starting a podcast. Originally, I was thinking about starting a podcast that was like men's health related or like a men's podcast, like talking, uh, actually more of like just like health, uh, fitness, uh, yeah. clothing, uh, like women. And I just knew that wasn't like a passion of mine. I knew I was going to get bored of it. So I kept sitting on the idea of starting a podcast. And then, uh, like I said, I was seeing people around me doing super inspiring things that I was like, okay, why not create a podcast that's focused on people that are in the process that are that are doing these things? Um, and so, yeah, so I graduated August, uh, excuse me, May of 2016. I have this podcast idea. I moved back home. I tried finding work back in Western Mass. Couldn't find anything. Uh, through that summer of 2016, I started slowly recording a couple episodes. Um, started really feeling like this was going to be a podcast focused on unfolding the stories of passionate people. I really had the vision. I knew what I wanted to create. Uh, and so I just started interviewing, you know, artists, uh, fashion designers, photographers, like kids that were around me that were doing super passionate things. And they were in that process. And then uh, I moved back to Boston in August. That's when I started driving Uber full time. Actually, it was mid July. Started driving Uber full time out there and uh, launched the podcast August 31st of 2016. And then from there, I just hit the ground running and it'll be it'll be three years next month. Um, yeah, it's been a quick three, man. It's been a quick three. Um, That's crazy. I feel like I had a similar, like we have such a similar, not like story, but like a similar kind of route when it comes to certain things, when it comes to like mm-hmm. work stuff. Like I left, I left Lowell, I went to UMass Lowell. Yep. And then I left there, and I actually I was playing soccer there. Everyone knows this fucking story. I was playing soccer there, so like my whole attention was on that. I wasn't thinking about anything. I was always yeah. su- I was always super creative. I knew I didn't want to like I wasn't going there for school. I was going mm-hmm. there because like that was the next thing soccer players did. And then yep. like when it was all over, it was like oh shit! Like now what the hell do I do? And then yeah. I started like this mini like website with my. This is when websites were still a thing. Um, we had a website that was popular among college students we brought it to some kid who knew who knew stuff about websites and apps and stuff like that we were trying to make an app for it that's when like everyone was starting to get iphones they're they're Mm. getting more mainstream and then we Mm -hmm. ended up randomly getting a fucking investment for like a hundred thousand dollars and went on this tour and then went on this tour for the app and spent like a year doing this app and just basically they just ran out everything you talk everything you hear gary v talk about with people that just lose money every month that's that's essentially yeah. what we went into we yeah. we fucking we didn't want to do that but like we just we just went into it thinking like wow let's fucking get it like we hired on yeah. a C- ceo it was it was a big realization that like nobody has it figured out these multi-millionaire fucking investors yeah what the fuck they they don't even know shit you know what i mean it, that, it yeah. was just like it, it was just like a big realization and then right before actually doing that app i worked at um i did an internship mm. um at boston scientific which is like oh i know it, boston scientific. yeah <laughs> i figured yeah. you would because when i was yeah. there they're like first of all I barely got through fucking school. My GPA yeah. was like a one point fucking nine. Like I was the You're worst. Too busy on the soccer field, man. Yeah, it took me like six years just to fucking graduate because like I wasn't mm-hmm. taking it. I swear to God, I was taking like two classes a semester, and then I would yeah. just take some online class over the summer to play soccer. Yep. Like I just hated school, and yep. um, even when I was at the internship, people were like, I, "I don't know how you got this internship." Like usually, it's only Bentley and BC, BU people that get it. <laughs> 
and wow. um I was like, all right, like, <laughs> I don't fucking, wow. I hate this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was, you gotta I, learn. You I was, gotta learn oh, somehow. Yeah. I was so fucking depressed, dude, just sitting in a cubicle all day. And I was just looking at everyone like, oh my God, like, this is not it. I was like, this, this is not it. I'm constantly thinking that like someday everyone here, there's a line in a song that I'm putting out soon. It's, it's, it says like in a hundred years, nothing really matters here. And like, mm-hmm. it's just like at the end of the day, everyone's going to die and like, fucking that's it like it's gonna be all over like you might as well do what everyone just gets caught up in in certain things like that and the end of year things and and very concerned about what other people think etc etc anyways yeah so through that app i met this i met cam you know cam i met cam yes oh you met met him i met him through the app because we were going to partner with him to like help us get the college fan base or whatever wow anyways long story short um me and cam just started hanging out from time to time the app fizzled out i had nothing going for me. i knew i wasn't gonna get a job so i yeah. started like i started ubering actually to get because you can lease a car through uber yeah yeah and uh basically i was like all right i'll just lease i'll just start ubering to lease this car and i'll just uber wow. enough every week to pay for the car yeah, yeah and then i it was like a horrible lease deal because like you know what i mean you could get rid of the car anytime you want type of mm-hmm. thing which is what i wanted i didn't want a long-term commitment um, yep. So it was like a crazy amount of money a week, but I was like, oh, I'll just Uber every Saturday or Sunday. Anyways, I fucking was, then I bought a car and started Ubering full time, moved to Florida and was just, just Ubering. So it's funny, like how that turned into, and the best, dude, the best day of my life. And I've listened to a few of your podcasts and I, I feel mm-hmm. like you feel the same way. The best day of my life was when I came, I came home from a Mike Stud tour and on the tours when i started making money selling beats and the mm. best day of my life was when like i was like dude i'm making enough money to pay rent right now and yeah i paid rent and i was like all right let's add it up how much money do i need to make every week because i wasn't ubering enough to even pay my rent because i was like i hated it and yeah. I, and uh so i was like all right i need to make 336 dollars a week to pay yep. for my rent, to pay for my, uh, not even, <laughs> I didn't even calculate in food. I was just to pay for my rent and to pay for like my car and like whatever else, like Sally Mae or some shit. And, um, it's smart to break it down like that though. Three, six, like know that you, that's how much you had to make a week. Uh, I had to, 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 dude, to be able to, to pay it. Yeah. I mean, dude, I've literally for three years, like full time off Uber. No, there's never been a, there's never, I, I really haven't figured out the right avenue of monetizing through everything that I've been doing. And yeah. uh, that's something they've been trying to really figure out uh, just because it allowed me to create even more content. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for Uber giving me that flexibility and that time to, to make money on my own time, which is yeah. huge. What do you think the, what do you think your plan is? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think your plan is for what you want to do other than creating content? Like, um, the business. I would love. Yeah. Um. I mean, if it's not for me, I think what I would love to do is try to get like three to five clients of brands or other people that are interested in creating their own podcasts and their own content and help them strategize and yeah. uh and try to you know take that and bring everything that I've learned in the last three years of creating and bring it to them. So I think. You know, if we're talking monetizing wise or whatever, I think that would be the next best step is trying to find three to five clients that would fit great. I'm not trying to necessarily, I'm not trying to go down an avenue of, 
you know, a full, I, I thought that maybe that would be a potential down the future is like creating some production company that helps brands and creating content and all that jazz. But that's not what I'm passionate about. I want to get to a point where I'm fully living off of the things that I create, just like you are Kyle beats. Like you want to, that's your goal is to keep creating and keep making a living doing whatever Kyle beats is associated with. That's where I want to go. Um, but I'm realizing that along the way I want to help brands or people that I actually rock with and hopefully monetize with, uh, you know, bringing what I've learned in the last couple of years and try to strategize and help them take their brands to the next level. Yeah. Did you ever want to create something that's just like surrounded by you, your personal brand, like a, like a product or like a, I mean, there's so many different things you can do now and people are getting yeah. like more creative with it. I'm trying to like think outside the box. Yeah. Shit, I mean, but. I think like, uh, in the long, long play, if I really built like this whole, the whole bearded man thing or maybe like create my own beard oil. I think that'd be so epic <laughs> or, uh, you know, like a, like a beard pick type thing. Yeah. I, I'm just, I know that I'm not anywhere near the, I'm not, there's no point in me spending any time, money or resources trying to even like think about that because I yeah, don't, yeah, there's, right there's no, the time nothing to mind. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I just know that the, the content that I enjoy creating and my own personal brand are going to be two separate things as it continues. They, I mean, they go very much together, but you know, Bob, a, the bearded man is separate from purpose in the youth podcast and unfolding stories of passionate people. Like there's two different brands right there, uh, yeah. but they all very much intersect and yeah, they're one. very connected though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're very connected, very connected. So I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I enjoy everything I'm creating right now. I enjoy everything I'm doing right now. So it's just kind of a game of just continuously doing this stuff and seeing where it takes me. Yeah, see, the beauty of what you have is you've been doing it for um, three years now. So it's like, yeah. it's almost like the, what's the word? I can never think of words. It's almost like the Dude. Russ theory type of thing where it's like Russ was putting out songs for 10 years. Oh, yeah, so when yeah, someone, yeah. or like the Netflix theory is like when someone yeah. finds it, there's three seasons out. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's already three years of episodes. How many? How yeah. many episodes? Like number wise, it's this like, past week was so we have 138 solo po- or 138 episodes, which is like me and a guest. I've done three group episodes, which is uh, three guests plus me. I've done probably over 30 to 40 solo podcasts of me just talking on a subject. So the podcast itself has probably close to 180 pieces of content yeah so like it's just it's just it just gives you the ability for someone to become a fucking psycho fan the second day 100 percent. they the can die they, they, they can you binge have so much shit yeah they can binge there's so much content that has been and dude i swear to god like that like all the fucking clips and like how open you are about the uber and the fucking and like all the clips and all that shit this is about your yeah. current fucking life and how you film your house like that is a fucking gold mine like if you continue like being um if you continue with the work and the the attitude and you just keep fucking striving like you're eventually gonna it's eventually gonna come like it has to yeah. as long as you keep as long as you keep uh like reevaluating what you're doing and like because some people like some people it doesn't work because oh, I've been trying this for 10 years, but yeah, but you fucking haven't been adapting to what's changing. You know what I mean? Like as long as yeah. you keep adapting and keep the same attitude, like success is going to come. And then the best part about it is like you're, no one can tell you shit. 
because you can literally just be like, all right, well, here's a fucking clip of me driving Uber. Yeah. Look, here's my fucking house. Like, I can barely fucking get this and like, yeah, filming on a GoPro or whatever your fucking like, you know what I mean? Lowest moments yeah. are <laughs> that you have yeah. like to show. Like that shit is a fucking gold mine. Like I have like three videos that I filmed um in florida when i didn't have money and like i was so embarrassed to even film shit in florida i was literally i had like a couple hundred dollars left like literally i was about to just fucking be homeless <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like i was <laughs> i was literally there and I, I i wish i like i wish i was more honest about it and film more shit even though i do yeah. have some stuff i that dude i pulled that right out of gary v i pulled yeah. that it's a gold straight out of gary dude. v um yeah, it was just something I caught on that he was talking about so early on when I was getting into creating was like, don't create document. And I didn't really fully understand what he meant by that, but I, I really started paying attention to it. And then I just realized like, once again, kind of going back to where this pot, this where we started with the conversation of like, positivity is my only option. And so I just try to be super positive. It was like speaking my truth and being my authentic self was something that, I've always naturally definitely been confident with like being who I am and not being scared to share it. But then when stepping into this world of creating and documenting and actually putting out there to the world something that I wasn't doing three years ago, I just realized like that is gonna be my strength. It's just being my, my, my authentic self. I just talked about it recently in a podcast I had posted. It's like my greatest strength is my authenticity. Like you can't, you can't call me out on bluff because everything that I'm putting out is so fucking true. That's why I have a homie that comes through and shoots like behind the scenes of these guests coming into my bedroom, the bedroodio, because it's yeah. showing people how real this shit is. Like I'm literally recording this at my my desk that, you know, is shot for all the podcasts and yet not even three feet to my right, I see my bed that I sleep in. And, you know, it man, I and also too when you were talking about um you know, the job where you guys were like had a bunch of, you guys were raising a bunch of money and all that. And one thing that was popping in my head is like so many times we think that we need to have money in order to succeed or to do something. And I think that's the biggest problem right now with like startups is like, oh, I'll, you know, I've talked to a lot of founders on the podcast and it's like, oh, yeah. we're venture backed and like, oh, we just had our B round of fucking raising money. It's like, okay, sick. But like that is such a an achievement in itself for people, but that's that doesn't mean anything. That just means you shit. owe people money. Yeah. You owe people money. Like that's <laughs> not cool. And so I think it's um, I, it just I, man, I'm so passionate about it because it's like I've done this shit for three years in my bedroom and I've made it work. And it's like if I can be an example to people, like you don't need anything except just a little bit of time, resources, and money to create something. Like cut the bullshit excuses, cut whatever you are making up in your mind and actually just create the thing, do the thing you actually want to do. Like this shit is possible. You just have to be, it comes down to how bad do you want it, man? Yeah. Because it's like, it's like what, what brings you past that point of quitting? I feel like everyone has their, they start something or they try something or they, they're on and off with something. And then some people it's a, it's 30 seconds. Some people it's fucking two days some people it's two weeks some people it's a year like what gets yeah. you past that point uh, i think that's something i'm really good at is no matter how fucking difficult something gets i'm gonna be back again the next day you know what i mean it's just yeah. that's i i i got I, I fucking people always say oh because i because of all the stuff i'm doing with my mom and, and like time that i don't have like I don't hang out with fucking anyone me and you yeah. are this is this is why i want to do a podcast with you 
like oh fucking sunday i'm sure you're fucking ubering this weekend oh sunday fucking 11 a.m like let's get it let's do a podcast you know what i mean people are like that's the fucking um that's the like what do you think that is that keeps you coming back you know what i mean because my thing is is that a couple things one I think it's extremely important that whenever you're whenever you're starting something, right? Like you have to stay consistent with it, but it's okay to like not enjoy something or to realize like you're not passionate about the thing you wanted to do, so it's okay to toss in the towel. It's not doesn't mean you you failed. It just means like it wasn't the right thing. There's a difference between tossing the towel because you actually don't enjoy it and there's another thing to toss in the towel because you're not seeing the results that you want to see. Two yeah. completely separate things. So it's like if you're not enjoying it and you want to try something else, that's great. At least you tried it. Uh, for me, it's always been like, dude, from from day one, I don't know what it is, but I just I just felt and I knew that like this was my lane. I've always been a people's person. I like talking. Uh, I've always wanted to have my own platform to share with the world. I've always wanted to have a voice. So like I knew from the beginning like this was a great lane for me to go down. And from the beginning, I just I felt like my back has been against the wall, and literally the only direction I can go is forward. So I just haven't, you know, there have been those days where I don't want a podcast, or I not seeing the results that I want to see, or just I'm not feeling motivated. Or like I've had enough of those days than I can even count. But I just continuously told myself, you only can continue to move forward. I've punted, I've punted a lot of relationships, birthday parties, all that other bullshit, like. I stopped doing that stuff for the last three years. Like I went three years ago, I, I was that kid in college that was first one at the bar, last one to leave, partying my ass off on the weekends, going to every event I was ever invited to. To now, it's like I say no to almost everything because it's if it's not bringing, if it's not helping me move forward towards what I'm trying to create, I don't have the time for it. Like I don't. I'm have at the time point to, now where nobody, risk and nobody invites me to anything because I because they know I'm not going. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's respect. You know what you want to do. You have you have things you have to focus on. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I just I, I feel very fortunate that I I realize like I know what I want. I know what it's going to take to get there. I just have to just do this shit and and so I just keep showing up, man. Like I I, I live by this whole thing of like it's like. It's like a punching bag. You have to keep hitting that bag every single day. And that's, bro, three years, like every day, every day. Like that's today, crazy. yesterday, all last how, week. How long like, have just, you been in LA for? It'll be two years next month. Yeah. Yeah. And why Why month. did you choose LA as the spot? Crazy, crazy. I just, I got super lucky in the sense of like, this has been the city that I've always wanted to live in. Since I was in fifth grade, I was telling my parents, I'm moving to LA, I'm moving to LA, I'm moving to LA. And... There were two other times in my life I thought I was going to move out here. First being, I thought maybe college was a yep. great way to get out here. That didn't happen. And then I thought when I was graduating college, like, oh, I don't have a clue what I'm doing now. I don't have a job. Maybe I should just go to LA and just like start a, a new life or, or like yeah. do something out there. But luckily, I thought about like, okay, well, if I'm starting a podcast, why am I going to move to a city where I know nobody? It's going to be extremely difficult to get off the ground. Let me stay in Boston for one year where I have a network of people. I'll give myself one full year and I'll move to LA. I'll either move to LA with the podcast and a year under my belt, or I'm gonna move to LA, leave the podcast behind and try to figure something out. But I knew I was going to LA. Um, I had always wanted to live out here. I loved the lifestyle, the warm weather. I loved everything that the, the movies made it seem like it was. And uh, I got super fortunate because the city that I had always dreamed of living in also happened to be one of the best cities in the world to be a creator. And this is where the network is. And 
a lot of the big opportunities I've had in the last two years are all because I'm now based in LA. So I just got lucky because it was the city I'd always literally wanted to live in. And then it also was one of the best cities to live in for what I was trying to do. So serendipity or I don't know what, but I got super lucky with that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a a lot of like producers that can kind of relate to that as well, because that's a big, obviously place for music. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of producers and artists that, that probably want to make that move. And tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like for a producer wise, obviously it would be ideal to be in a city like this, but I feel like you can still get a lot of shit done based on anywhere in the world because yeah, you're, so like, you're creating a final product and you're sending it to somebody. Whereas I, I realize I need physical people. Yeah. I need people that's to the come thing, in. right? Is like, I usually tell people like my, one of my big advice when it comes to something like that um i actually don't say this a lot because i don't know why but like you hear people say this is it's just like it's a lot better when you have something going on going to la rather than 100 going to la and becoming a starbucks barista and just kind of getting stuck in that in that lifestyle of like i mean i've you fucking seen it like the people that they're going out on the weekends rocking fucking fake chains and shit and then they're working at fucking Starbucks. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. And then, and it's probably, it's probably really fun, but like, it's not, you're not accomplishing anything and slowly just go down the fucking LA hole and just forget mm-hmm. about fucking life. Bro, um, the things, it catches up to people. Like eventually the party's going to end. You, you're going to have to fucking find a way to make all this work. You know what I'm saying? Like you can try to create once again, that lifestyle. Well, dude, like that's a good thing not. about you going to fucking college for four years. Like I feel the same way because that's what I did in fucking college. I went to UMass Lowell as a fucking shit show. Like everyone just yeah. like, like all the fucking athletes just fucking partied every single, like it, like the athletes were like frat houses and yeah. it was just everyone was just fucking partying the whole time and i didn't do anything like that in high school so i yeah. feel like um i feel like i just kind of got all that out of my system almost and just not even yeah. out of my system but you just you just know that it's you just know what it is and like all right that's always gonna fucking be there you yeah. know what i mean no matter what and i i yep. personally i hate when things fucking end and like when when the weekends used to be over in college and in college it didn't matter Sunday but scares. like yeah so like in college it didn't really matter because like you were st- everyone was still around you know what i mean it was still like you're you're laughing about it on monday you're like oh class like fucking oh my god this sucks yeah. like it's just like kind of like a big the whole thing was a big joke and then you go to soccer practice and then like talk about the weekend shit and like i don't know it was just like you were just hanging out but like once i got out of college and then like a year out of college and then like it kind of there's kind of like a like a spillover where you you're kind of still going out i was going out to boston now like from from braintree and like taking the tea and to boston yep. Yep. and then you come back from that and you're like dude what the fuck i remember yep. i went to florida and i was ubering and like and orlando was amazing like perfect it was 80 degrees in the middle of december we're on rooftop fucking parties like everything is like half of expense as expensive you know what i mean it was just amazing yeah. And yeah. me and my me and my roommate got back one day, and we we woke up the next morning. And we were like, "Dude, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what? Why are we going out to these places and just going around with people? Because we didn't know anyone there, so we were just going around with our three roommates, just drunk as fuck, just staring at fucking people. Like, what is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Like, we're yeah. not doing anything. Like, it, yeah. it was just like a big waste of time. 
Yeah, um, and see, that's the thing, man. I, I don't regret anything that I did in those college years. Like, I'm glad I did what I did. I, I just had somebody come through the other day who's, uh, who was doing some, like, BTS work for me, and he's about to go into his senior year, and I was just like, yo, bro, honestly, just keep, like, have fun. Don't stress. Like, go do dumb shit. Like, make bad decisions. Like, this is the time to learn. So it's like, I don't look back at any of those years as bad years. That I kind of chuckle because it was just so much, like, not wasted time but it was just just going with the flow and enjoying life but now i'm just so much more opt like i optimize every single hour of the day that i laugh at like how much time i sent you quote unquote wasted but i'm glad i went through those four years of just partying yeah well that's the thing right that's that's the thing of of having it figured out quote like early you know what i mean that's that's the thing about someone that's 18 that that gets on and they have whatever fucking category we're talking about like whether it's a fucking artist or whatever like that's the danger is like you've never been through that so like dude like at fucking 18 bro i couldn't even have a conversation with someone when i was like 17 like i was just playing fucking video games all day and just playing soccer respect you know what i mean like that's all i was fucking doing and then i went to college and just fucking it was just like oh shit and then you just fucked around for four years like that that's the danger of uh, of that shit is almost like you have your college years in LA yeah. with yeah. and it's kind of weird cuz I don't know it's different it's different yeah yeah it is and i tell everyone college is a waste of time now i'm backing it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a nice cause... it's a nice bubble for social fucking experience experiences that almost like don't even matter you know what i mean yeah it's almost like your 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 time is on frozen for fucking 4 years yeah it's 4 years of just uh do whatever you want, make some bad decisions, and no, there's no repercussions really at all. You just have to get to class on Monday and do your homework. What, what type of stuff? Because I feel like a lot of um, like people have creative blocks. Like, mm-hmm. what type of stuff do you like to do for like that creative block or like that that type of burnout you get as a creator? Like, what what are your what's your process? Yeah, um, I've really just figured out like a system to. I'm like a product productivity hacker i guess you could say i've really figured out a system to my life that helps me just creatively get into the flow and i just get things done so one one huge thing is that i prime my day like i prime my morning so my morning routine is literally what sets me up for the day and it can be lengthy and it can be timely and some days i just want to wake up and start creating um but but holding off and like waking up at 6 a.m going to the gym coming back uh excuse me going to the gym then using then using the sauna in the gym meditating at the gym coming back going for a run reading outside for 30 minutes having a protein shake showering i've already been up for shit i don't know three hours before i even sit down to start working i haven't checked social media i haven't done anything i haven't responded to emails texts so by the time i actually sit down to work i've been up for three hours my mind is clear i'm ready to get to work um and so usually just like one to two tasks a day creatively of like what do i need to do okay i need to research for this podcast and i need to send a couple emails okay i'll do that then i'll do some more the next day and then uh you know getting on the uber grind by the afternoons uh, early afternoons to drive through the night so it's just like i think disciplining myself and only giving myself three like a three to four hour window to create every day allows me to go okay i only have three hours i need to get this shit done and if i don't get it done i have to do it tomorrow but tomorrow I need to do X, Y, and Z. So I think uh, the problem with, and it's a great problem to have creatively, is 
you have no boss, really. You don't have anybody telling you this needs to be done by then. It's really, you are your boss. And so if we don't discipline ourselves and we figure out like when to do the things, then it takes us a lot longer. It's just, yeah. we, we spend too much time just like sitting around and overthinking it. It's crazy, man. Like I, I'm realizing like there's there's this like weird balance of like, just create to create. Don't overthink it. Don't try to perfect it too much. Just create something that's good enough that is gonna do the job and it's gonna get you to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. Because no matter what happens, what you create or what I create today, it's not gonna be perfect. In three months from now, we're gonna look back and we're gonna laugh and go, damn, what I should have added this color filter. I should have not said this. I should have said that. So I'm really starting to love this idea of like, you're speaking if my I language. shoot something, if I shoot, yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Like, if I shoot something, I have to use it. There's literally all the, it, dude, I'm like my biggest critic, and I'm sure you are in any creative is, it's like, I will shoot something and I'm like, that doesn't sound right, or that like doesn't, it's not gonna be good. And I'll just force myself to edit it and put it out there. And then I get all this feedback of people that are like, yo, this was dope, or I really enjoyed this. And I'm like, okay, yeah. it's not about what I think. It's just, I need to create create the thing create and put it and out there. Just I just need out. to create and put it out there. And obviously, like I said, there is a balance of like, it has to have some substance to it, but more times than not, we overthink it and we are our biggest critic. And we don't realize that actually the process of just putting out content is a win in itself because most people are scared to do that regardless of plays regardless of what the feedback might be if you have an idea for something you want to create the best thing you do is you just do it you run with it you see how the feedback is and i think that's what that's helped me is just like i just i've, I've figured out a rhythm through trial and error you can go through my youtube videos i've done numerous different youtube series i've tried all these different things to then finally kind of get into a lane of like i know consistently when to put out uh, what I want to create and yeah so you know yeah, everyone has their own, own way to break the creative the creative hacks I almost fucking scrapped an entire music video that I filmed for myself See? the other day yeah and I and then I was just like yeah I've been in the, I've been in like a weird creative block where where it's like not even a, not even a creative block where it's just like I want to a, a space where I'm just like I need to evolve right now like I've been doing yeah. these I'm not gonna stop like making videos like i think a lot of music people are like oh i'm sick of youtube i'm not gonna stop making videos like that's my bread and butter like i've been making videos yeah, yeah, yeah. my whole life and editing since yeah. i was like 12. um but it's just like evolving the whole fucking channel and brand and like am i gonna do music what's good with the clothing line of a music video it's just like all the stuff on top of like my mom and stuff and it's just like i can't it's it's very I'm very limited when it comes to like making videos. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. I can't I can't move to LA. Like my, what I want to do is like and it's if this is my decision. Like my mom is fucking. I wouldn't be here with my mom. Like she did fucking. She literally did everything for me. Like I was fucking. I would just leave fucking plates in the living room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like yeah, I was yeah. kind of fucking shitty. Like not shitty. I was a great fucking child. But like. I developed a lot of habits as I got older um, that have benefited my life. But like what I want to do is like go to LA and like outside of LA, like an hour outside of LA or something and just get a fucking house and just, just create my own content crib <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and just yeah, have buddy. like people that are in the videos and shit like that and in the vlogs and just, and just, and just fucking keep keep growing the fucking channel you know what i mean you have to keep evolving it's like what a lot of youtubers talk about is like um 
the shit that they do to, to like do bigger and better every time. And you don't necessarily need to, I don't need to get a fucking house, but like, it's just me and my videos every single day. Um, I don't know. It, you just get to a fucking block, but yeah, honestly, man, I, I would challenge you if there's anything I want you to take away from this conversation is like, uh, you, you've already clearly showed that you can create whatever it is that you vision for Kyle beats. So now it's just continuously what, like I had said before, it's just making use of what you've got. You know what I mean? Like one day you're going to have the house in LA. One day you're going to have the house wherever you want, but it's just like, what, what can you do with the environment you're in right now? And how can you keep that moving you towards that bigger goal? But there's no doubt that at some point you will have that. Um, there's yeah. just as much as, yeah. you know, you had a vision for what you wanted to create with Kyle beats. What do you think? Cause you've had some crazy fucking guests on your podcast. Um, the ones that I know of, or, I mean, you've had a lot of CEOs, but like the people that I know of that I've listened to the whole podcast were you had Drum on there um, yep. from Short Story Long. You had Charlie, CEO Charlie. Charlie um, Rocket, baby. Charlie Rocket now, actually. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck else? What were your other bigger guests? I mean, I've, I've been very fortunate. It just depends on like what area you're, you, yeah. I mean, shit, man, from Rory Kramer, amazing, oh, yeah, yeah, talented yeah. videographer who worked with Bieber to uh the ceo and found uh ceo and co-founder of movement which is a just got yeah. acquired for 100 yeah. million about a year ago um to some just incredibly talented people man what do you um, think your what's your process for like writing a good email and contacting these these people and like actually getting them on your podcast yeah so i i if i'm sending an email it's the exact same template except i personalize like the reason i'm reaching out to them so it's always like you know, hi, for instance, well, drama is a little bit different, but, um, and gen generally speaking, I'll just say like, if I was reaching out to you, Kyle, I'd say, hey, hi, Kyle. Um, in the next line, I would say, you know, my name is Bobby Hober. I host Purpose and Eve podcast focused on unfolding stories of passionate people. In the past, we've had artists, DJs, producers, entrepreneurs, vloggers, and much more. Um, the reason I'm reaching out to you today, Kyle, is I really respect what you do on YouTube. I really like your content. I've been following you for the last three to five years. Um, and I just think what you're doing is absolutely incredible. Next line, I would then say, you know, I'd love to have you as a guest on the show. And then I would, I would attach like an example I would say, you know, check out this podcast with, um, you know, maybe like uh, Jesse Korn, who I had recently. He was, he's a music manager. So knowing that you are a music guy, I would cater and craft the email specifically to music related. So I'd look back on a recent podcast and I would find somebody that you might know and put that as, as uh, an example for you to check yeah. out. And then I would just say, you know, if this is something of interest, you know, please let me know. I'd love to have you on the show. So I... um you know, I think what's what's helping me now is it's not even about plays. It's just about the consistency. Like, oh, this guy's been doing this for three years on a weekly basis. Like, this isn't his first rodeo. And I think, you know, I've definitely gotten into a pocket of people where it's mutual friends or friends of friends or like they are friends with somebody I've already had on the show. So it's pretty easy to get them to give the green light because they see the credibility of somebody they already know. It's like a weird thing. It's like if if they see friends of theirs or people that they admire being part of something, they, they want to be part of it because otherwise yeah. they feel like they're missing out. Um, and also being fortunate that like podcasting is me reaching out to somebody saying, Hey, let's talk about you for an hour. I want to talk to you about you and your journey and who the hell doesn't like talking about themselves. Exactly. Um, Especially so people like, that don't have a voice. necessarily. Exactly. You know, that's the thing. Some of the biggest podcasts I've had have been with these filmmakers who 
are absolutely crushing the film game but have never had a platform to yeah. tell their story or to speak and talk oh, so gibson i was able to get into that too, pocket right? yeah gibson has it I, he was Maybe. one he was one of the first big names that really kind of set the way for me he wasn't even uh, fucking big at the time either <laughs> yeah i had him uh I, I recorded the first podcast with him in january of 2017 i was on gibson's that, first tour ever oh that's dope. dude when i i showed i was like showing him because he was always just doing photos i met him when he was doing pictures yeah of, like i met him like dude like fucking out in boston four years ago now or something like that mm-hmm. um four almost five years ago and now the kid we're talking about for everyone listening watching uh he's like he's doing crazy shit just look up gibson hazard yeah he's doing shit for like drake like literally that like he yeah. just did a thing with nike like just yeah. the craziest shit and he's like savage yeah when i was with him i remember cam needed videos right and i was like the video guy but i was djing for cam and mm-hmm. i was literally this is his first tour ever i was showing him like I was like, no, you got to do this. Like showing him oh how to fucking God. take. Like he oh knew obviously, God. but I was like showing him shit about videos. Um, but his craft comes in the editing. I think he just used it. Cause like even with the photos, like he wasn't just editing the photos like a normal fucking photographer. Like he yeah. was, he was masking different shit and like doing different things to like kind of make the photo pop out a little bit and just trying different shit that you wouldn't see a normal photographer doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. He's, absolute, he's an absolute savage, man. He's an absolute savage. He's, he's, um, he's killed the past. Couple. Yeah, so I got lucky with people like him because uh, they would they would Google his name and want to learn more about Gibson, and and my podcast would be the third clickable link, and so they would be able to get to hear more about him. Um, so I just yeah, man, I got lucky with just the pocket of people. Once and then once you get you know two or three credible guests, you, yeah, you're, yeah. you're off then to you're the good. races. Now yeah. you just have to keep staying consistent and keep reaching out to more and more people that it's it's just been a great pocket of of creatives to to tap into yeah man that's crazy yeah i listened High to quality i listened to the charlie i was on a charlie um fucking mm. charlie rocket binge for yeah. a while yeah after yeah. what was the first oh i first one i heard him on was dramas actually dramas you know what's podcast. crazy about that you know what's crazy about this um i'm gonna i'm gonna sum it up in 60 seconds so whew, this was a big moment for me <laughs> um, so I'm putting together this idea of starting this podcast, Purpose in the Youth, 2016 mm-hmm. in May. About third week of May, drama launches short story long. I'm like, holy shit. This is like the content. Because he obviously in the first episode like, hey, guys, I'm creating this podcast. This is what it's focused on. I was like, that's literally what I want to create. So now I'm being inspired, inspired by him to actually do the thing. I see him all summer long, stay consistent, 12 weeks. So that by the end of August, I launch mine. And so for, from afar, he was like, I looked at him as like a mentor, right? Like I saw him staying consistent. So I was like, if he's staying consistent, I need to stay consistent. Right. So then fast forward, I moved to LA. I get him on the podcast. It's this big deal for me because he was somebody that one, I watched growing up on MTV, uh, two, more importantly, he was somebody that was like a mental, like a mental coach for me from afar. Um, and then I get Charlie Rockin on the podcast. We record the podcast. I usually I'm only like one or two weeks out and I and I'll drop it. For whatever reason with Charlie's, I was like I had three or four in the vault, which felt great. So I was like, yo, Charlie, this is gonna come out in like a month. Like I'll keep you posted. So, you know, I send him the press kit two days beforehand. You know, he says, All right, sounds good, man. Can't wait. Literally the day my podcast 
Now I drop podcasts every Wednesday. My, that's my day for dropping, and so is dramas. Yeah. I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. It just happened to be the end of August was it fell on a Wednesday, and that's how I ended up on on yeah. Wednesdays. My podcast drops with Charlie Rocket. What podcast does drama drop on that same day? <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Rocket. Rocket. And I, bro, I can't even begin to tell you what that feeling meant because I was about six months before that moment, I was getting into the same caliber of guests as drama. Like guests that had been on drama show eight months to a year prior, I was now getting on my show and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. To see my podcast with Charlie Rocket drop the same day as drama was like, I couldn't even put into words, bro. Because it was like, I'm get, I'm now in the cal, I'm in, I'm in the circuit. I'm not a yeah. top podcaster. I'm not like, I'm not like the go-to guy that people are coming to LA and they're gonna podcast with, but I'm now in the circuit of podcasters. Like if you have somebody who is so credible as drama, who has an incredible network and he's dropping a podcast with this guy and I'm, it could have been with anybody, but it was the fact that we were dropping the same person on the show at the same day like bro it was it was more than 60 seconds but it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy bro that's crazy yeah drama was actually the first i don't know why but he was the first podcast that i listened to um i remember cam was listening to podcasts like randomly he would just be listening to these weird like random podcasts yeah um how it's made or whatever the fucking podcast how i built this is. NPR. Yeah, something like yeah. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. and um I was like, whatever. I wasn't really into it. And then I don't know how I heard about drama. They're probably like Instagram. I think I follow on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just started listening to it. And you know what's funny? As I was listening to his podcast, listening to the first few episodes of Drama's podcast while I was fucking driving Uber around Orlando, See? Florida. There you go. While I was there fucking driving yep. Uber, yep. broke as fuck, like depressed. Yep. Trying You're to preaching, fucking sell bro. these beats. Preaching. That's what I do all day. I listen to podcasts all day long, man. Yeah. Just burn through them. Burn through them when I'm driving the streets. Streets of LA, baby. What's your, like, how, like, how do you space out all that Uber shit? Because I was like, I fucking, I was just trying to hit for, um, what's the for, what's the word? When it's like a lot of people are looking for Ubers. Oh, surge. Surges, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I yeah, was so fucking, whenever there is a... You were chasing was, that. Yeah, dude, I was Yeah, that's like a drug, dude. It's like an itch. You'll be sitting on your couch, you look at the surge, like, oh, shit, I gotta go. You're the second the you get there, the surge goes away, dude. Nah, I swear to God, every time. I, I've realized, um, I figured it out through trial and error that I'm just gonna work the hours that work best for my life. And it's kind of the whole idea of like, Kyle, you, you want to make a living doing what you want to do, and you're not, you're not... You want to obviously make a lot of money doing that thing, but you are not inspired to do music because of the money. And that's the same thing with me. It's like, I realized I'm not gonna treat this job and chase the money. I'm here to just fund the project that I really am passionate about. And yeah. so I just figured out, going back earlier to like the whole disciplining, like I figured out the best hours for me to drive are in the afternoons through the nights because I love the mornings to myself. I love creating in the middle of the day and I wanna finish the day off driving around. So. You know, Monday and Tuesdays I don't drive, but then usually Tuesday, Wednesday through Sunday are the days that I drive. Excuse me. Um, so it took trial and error, and uh, but yeah, I just I got into a rhythm of like figuring out when works, when doesn't, and uh, you know, just working a lot of Friday, Saturday nights, Sundays here and there, um, and just kind of staying consistent with it. But it definitely took me some time because I 
you know, I had done the early mornings and I had done the late nights and then I figured, okay, early afternoons through nighttime are the best hours for me to drive. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Slaying. That's crazy, dude. Slaying I cannot wait the for the fucking day that you, that your fucking podcast you is generating and me that income, dude. Both, bro. You and it, me it both, hits man. home, dude, with the podcast or with the fucking with the Uber because like that was literally the yeah, you exact to it. route. Yeah, that was the exact yeah. route I took. I was just I was just like running out of fucking money and I was like, I have to fucking start selling these beats. Yeah. Like I don't have in 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 Boston, I, I had people that I could do photo shoots with and charge a hundred bucks here, and then like I could do music videos and charge like five hundred bucks. So I had like other ways to make money, yeah. And I didn't have rent either, so I didn't have. And then my student loans start kicking in too, so I was like, "Fuck, preaching, like I, bro." I Preach. literally, yeah, I literally have to fucking um, yeah. make money on the internet. And it was, yeah. and I saw this dude Taz Taylor is his name. He was the first guest on this video podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And he's this—he's this producer, right? And he's selling selling beats on the internet. And I noticed he had like a vlog channel, so I started watching his vlog videos in Florida. And here he is showing his fucking PayPal statements as they're coming in. And he literally showed it was like uh, it was like three quarters into the year. So whatever the fuck that is, it was like three fourths of the way through the year. And this dude made like 300 something thousand dollars selling beats. And I'm like, wow. dude, are you, cause I've been making beats on and off for three years at this point. So yeah. I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is, yeah. cause I was trying to do like, you know what I mean? I was just trying to edit videos for people, just do all sorts of shit. I was like, dude, I'm going all in on this and I'm going to fucking yeah. Uber until fucking the whatever, until I get it. And yeah. um, I went all in on that. And just fucking now, two years later, this dude's like part of the biggest records in the world. Like he just produced a little Tekka, him and Nick Mirror produced a little Tekka song that's out right now, the Ransom song. And they were the ones that found Juice World and just doing crazy shit. And now he's like my homie and I hit him up and fucking... um, Got him on the podcast. Yeah, like now he's like fucking... My homie asked me to fucking sign to his (laughs) label and shit. You know what I mean? And like three years ago, I was fucking just like doing nothing so it's just like that that power of manifestation is crazy you know what's crazy too is i've never told this story i was in that fucking internship uh depressed as fuck this is 2014 um right after college i was doing the summer internship and this is like i was i just finished soccer like i was nobody i wasn't making music i just started making music like that year I wasn't taking anything serious. Like music was just for fun. I like to do it on the side, like whatever. Um, and I seen all these, all these videos of Mike Stud on tour, mm. right? Just all these Mike Stud tour videos, whatever, whatever. And I was just, for some reason, I was just watching those, and like it, like changed. I was like, dude, I, that was that's what really made me really depressed. I'm like, dude, I need to live my life. I can't do this. That was like yeah. what really made me flip the switch. Was when I saw him out here going to different places. It just looks so fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, this is when the touring's boring thing was big. I know. I was, was going to say, that his fu- lifestyle was that fucking, you, anybody yeah. would compare. Yeah. That next fucking summer, I was on tour with Huey Mack, who was in those videos. Wow. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. The fucking, yeah. f- our, uh, another year later, I'm on tour with fucking Mike Studd. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, this is like so weird, like how this yeah. all happened. I didn't even know Cam at the time either. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, it wasn't even like a process in my head. And it's just like all those little moments are just crazy to think about. Even though they're all full circles. 
it all yeah. full circles it so happens little. man you never know that's why i never never burn bridges with people because you don't know how things could full circle and also too just like seeing that those types of visions come to life it's 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 really incredible to to you know go from seeing somebody you're watching on youtube to then you're touring with them it's like damn i could literally do anything in this world yeah and it didn't like it was weird because it didn't like it didn't like mean anything because like i was just kind of there you know yeah. what i mean like i was i i still in the back of my head was like this is crazy yeah and like but i'm like broke <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. this is this isn't creating uh, this is creating experiences for me which helped me out in the end but yeah. like um this is not game changing it's not like life changing yeah it's not building a brand or creating a revenue stream or like it's not it's just creating experiences for me yeah but um at the same time it's fucking it's kept crazy you just how kept, life kept fucking you going. works yeah yeah it's important man you gotta you gotta take uh you gotta pay attention to moments like that and use that as inspiration even if it's not putting money in your pockets it's just like okay if i can get here i could get anywhere i want in this world what do you think is your like big fucking i know it's hard to think of but like what's your big goal what do you, what do you see yourself doing like what do you see what do you see in the future um yeah i like, just see myself as a maybe this way I, I think i know where you're going it's just like i've realized my my lane is documenting man like documenting the stories of passionate people um you know yeah. i've the the main focus the main vehicle is purpose in the youth podcast that's the main thing i also started a series called what they don't see which is like a youtube series of me going into creative spaces and seeing where people create um you know i've done the group podcast like i was telling you um i think the main goal is to continuously document my journey so i can have proof of like where I started to where I get and also along the way just creating content with super passionate people that I'm inspired by. I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's like everything that I'm creating is for my own personal interests. Like I like talking to entrepreneurs. I like talking to filmmakers. I like all these types of people. I want to go look at where this this audio engineer works. I want to go look at where this creative works. I want to go check out this office. Like I'm using everything that I'm creating is for my own personal interest. And I've just realized that like it's documenting people. So I think just moving forward, it's just it's just me continuously making this type of content, but at, at, at scale, um, always being somebody that's in control of his time, um, you know, and just continuously working with people that are passionate with what they do. There's nothing more that inspires me than somebody who just wakes up every day and is passionate about that thing. There's there's always this. I, I, I'll give him top ten sound bites of the entire podcast project. There's over fucking at this point 150 hours worth of content, and I'll give you, I'll give this guy top ten easy without a doubt. But I had uh, rhetoric back in April of 2018. Uh, he's the DJ for Logic. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he said um, he said this line about, um, you know, I don't care if your passion is building cardboard boxes. If you can tell me everything about that piece of cardboard, where it's manufactured, why it's the best cardboard in the world, why this cardboard makes the best cardboard box, you are the type of person I want to be around because you're passionate about it. And I just realized that, like, there's nothing better than sitting down, talking to people and being around people that are passionate about what they do. I don't think it's necessarily you have to be around all music producers, all podcasters, all videographers, just passionate people, man. So yeah. if I can keep going down that path and documenting stories and just connecting and building with people like that and providing them a place to have that voice, 
sign me up because uh, I still am creating for that same kid that graduated college, unsure of what he wants to do next, no clue where to go. I'm still giving, I'm still feeding that kid. Like here is the platform that is providing you exact, it's showing you proof that people are making a living doing what they love. So I think that's kind of the, the path I'm going to go is just keep documenting um, and see, see where it takes me, see where it takes me from there. Amazing. Something yeah. that's crazy too is um, I remember on the Charlie Rocket one when you guys are talking about, I forget what the exact goal or list thing, because he, he's writing everything down. He's always writing yeah. shit down. And yeah. he had you, he wanted you to write down like your goal for the year. Yeah, I'm looking and at it right now. And you <laughs> see it right in my eyes. And you were like, uh, you said if I could make, what was like, you said 65, if I could make like 65,000. And he's like, yeah. Put a one in front of that, man. Yeah. But it's yeah. so crazy, man, because it's like, it's, it's like, it's so fucking, it seems fucking impossible until, yeah. until you have it. Like for me right now, making a million dollars, it doesn't even seem impossible. It's just like, but it's just like when you, it seems impossible to do, to, to make that amount of money. Cause when you, like I made, I made six figures in 2018, which is last for year. you. That's huge. And I just, I, I'm only saying it cause I just put out a video on it. So the cat's out of the fucking bag. Yeah. Um, and like that, if you, if you divide it up into like days or weeks or months or whatever, it seems fucking impossible. Yeah. Like you're like, how the hell am I going to get, that means I have to sell this many things a day or get this many views for YouTube ads. But like over time, it's, it's, it's almost like the videos. It's like over yeah. time you collect videos and you collect skills. It's the same with like streams of revenue over time. Things just build up and like, you you start getting opportunities and you start generating revenue say you you have a bearded man brand you have the fucking podcast views on youtube collecting money you have companies that want you to do branding for them because i feel like your branding is really good with, with the with the names and just like i don't know i feel like just the way you're able to implement just like even me just watching your fucking instagram stories and listening to a podcast every now and then like the purpose in the youth perfect name the yeah. the the bearded man it's just like fucking you hear you're just like always saying it so it's it's drilling in your head and um the fucking what they don't see it's just like just yeah. like great branding so you could have all these different revenue streams all of a sudden you're looking at the fucking numbers and you're like oh shit i'm about to hit that 165 you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. it's important for people listening too because a lot of my fucking followers are aspiring producers trying to sell beats or, or artists or fucking internet people trying to do this and it just seems so fucking impossible until you start building everything up till you start slowly building the empire and then yeah. you're like, wow, that wasn't, that didn't seem like I did that much and yeah. here I am fucking hitting these fucking things I thought were impossible. That was the name of Charlie's podcast was Believe Bigger. And although I can't financially say that I have been able to get anywhere near that number or I can't even say that I've, you know, been able to monetize everything that I'm doing, it's just the the guests and the the content itself that I've been able to create has been my proof that I could do all these things because I knew what I wanted to create in the beginning. 3 years in on it, I've created exactly what I wanted times X. I've been able to build out all these different other series that I never thought I was going to create. Um, and so I really believe this whole idea of like Charlie Rocket says, like believe bigger. And 
I think you need to dream so impossible. That I, you need to dream so big that it feels impossible to reach because if you're setting goals that are easily attainable, it, you're not actually pushing yourself to your fullest potential. And that's why in the thing, you know, I'm saying 65,000 charges, like put a one in front of it. Cause it's, it's true. It's like <laughs> go bigger, like, like push yourself to the edge, seek the discomfort. That was a great moment seek, in purpose in the youth podcast yeah, history yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. There, there were some, there were some moments like that. It that was so really, genuine. Uh, yeah. Very genuine, man. Very genuine. And uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta dream big. I mean, it's inspiring for me even from somebody who's not a producer it's inspiring for me to hear you say that that you made six figures in 2018 because it's like i know you started at zero and i know you made six figures last year great i started at zero i'm gonna fucking make six figures doing everything that i want too so it's just i get inspired hearing other people's stories even though it's completely different because it's bro it's like anybody can do this shit and that's that's just you gotta, you gotta see it. You gotta believe it. You gotta keep feeding your brain conversations like this or any content that keeps you pushing. You gotta be willing to go to the end or the edge of wherever that journey is because it takes a long time. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of hard work, and it just really comes down to discipline and consistency. How bad do you want it? Is your back against the wall? Are you actually working as hard as you possibly can? And just surrounding yourself with the right people to keep that fuel inside you going, like. These are what, this is what it's all about. We're honestly in five years from now, we're gonna listen back on this conversation and laugh when we're both making X amount of dollars and we're you got your content mansion, I got my con- it's just <laughs> it's all possible, man. And I just I'm, see it, bro. I just see it in certain people. Like you can yeah. just fucking see when people I just feel like you're gonna fucking do something. You know what I mean? Like that's why yeah. I wanted to have you on my fucking podcast. Just cause I can just fucking I can just see it happening. Whatever it is, we don't really know yeah. yet. Yeah. But um and I appreciate that man because it's like it it's 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 like there's so many people out in this world that would look at it from the outside looking and go, "Why is this YouTuber with 250,000 subscribers interviewing the guy with the 1600?" Like that that would that would be the stigma for a lot of people. They'd be like, "Why is he doing that?" I don't understand like but it, it means a lot that, and I've been seeing you show love to the podcast for a minute or just my content in general, and that shit is not un, unappreciated, but it says a lot to even just say what you just said because it's, it's this is, I really am trying to embrace this whole moment of like, I have built something, I'm very proud of it, I'm humble, I'm, I'm, I'm only just getting started, but I also appreciate like, I don't have thousands of DMs coming in, I don't have thousands of emails looking to collaborate, it's giving me time to build the ground structure, to have this team implemented. Like if everything was to take off tomorrow, I don't have the perfect team just yet, but I have somebody that I, that can consult me on management. I have like a bunch of videographers that I know are good, that are willing to help. I have a couple up. editors. I know, but what I'm trying to say is that it, it, it gives me time, not blowing up, having that overnight success gives me time to have all these things in place so that when it does come, I'm not scrambling trying to find the right people. Yeah. So. It's, more it's, importantly, it's, like the skills to fucking handle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was something that was really important for me when it came to, um, what the fuck was it? Just like, um, I don't know, just, just like, just like the fucking whole video, the whole YouTube channel blowing up really just like, not even blowing up, but like the whole YouTube journey that I've been on the past two years, I went from zero to 250,000 the past two years. Like, that whole thing blowing up if i didn't have 
if I wasn't editing videos since I was 12 or if I wasn't, if I wasn't making beats for fucking five years or six years before that, I wouldn't have been ready for it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, I wouldn't have been able to handle all that shit. And yeah. not to mention on top of that, like I was fucking, I was doing everything. I was doing everything yeah. for everyone. I was designing people's websites, logos. Like I'm proficient in fucking every, I cut my own hair. Like I yeah. literally do fucking everything. I know everything about cameras, everything. Maybe not everything. I'm not like the best in the world at fucking everything. But like, I know how to do a lot of fucking things at a pretty yeah. high, a pretty decent level to yeah. where I can pick up any camera. I can pick up any of this. I can make a beat on any DAW. I can make videos on any fucking editing thing and, and like whatever. Um, but you're just ready for that growth. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta spend the time to get to, to get to learn all this shit, man. And I'm just trying to embrace all these moments of allowing me more time to grow so that when when the time comes and and i'm ready to blow up or whatever i'm i'm ready for it you know so do you think it do you think it's hard when like um the the people that um because we're both from massachusetts i feel like a lot of people just don't understand what the fuck you're even doing and i know mm -hmm. you're out in la but like i'm i'm fucking here and mm -hmm. do you think it's hard like when your fucking college buddies or your or your your family or whoever back in fucking massachusetts or whatever it's just kind of like doesn't understand what the fuck you're even doing. Yeah, I don't um I don't judge them for it and I don't waste too much time trying to over explain myself. Um they either they get it or they don't and if they don't rock with it or really fully understand, it's I just I let my results speak for themselves. So it's like whatever it might be, I just yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like I said, I, you know Bentley, like top business school, 99% of my graduating class went into corporate America. I was the 1% that didn't. So, you know, I really lost touch with a lot of kids I went to college with. And that's not, it's not because I think I'm better than them. It's not because they think they're better than me. It's like we are going down two completely separate different paths. Yep. That that's just like how the world works. Like, we you get out of college and you're a real you're now an adult you have to figure shit out and so time is money money's time like i i'm not going to just call somebody to check i mean i probably i wish i was better at this but it's like i've disciplined myself so much that i i just i have things to do like after this podcast i have a numerous list of things to do that by the time i have time to just sit down and relax like i'm not thinking about following no, no up time. and catching up with people so it's there's like no time. <laughs> it's um i i i don't i don't uh I think in the beginning it was hard, especially when I was just starting off to try to explain to people like what I was creating. But then now it's just like, you can either look into my work and figure it out. Or if you don't understand, then if you don't still see why I'm doing it or like care to ask like that, that kind of always interests me. Like when I, when I'm catching up with people and I haven't talked to them in months, but they won't even really even ask like, Oh, how's the podcast going? It's like, okay. So there's a disconnect there. Either you don't give a shit, which is fine, but like the fact that you don't even have the respect to to like even just ask. Like I don't expect anybody to be listening to every single well, that, podcast. That's the beauty about um that's the beauty about when the good things do start rolling in is you got all these fucking clips and everything's all documented. Yeah. So you it's it's it will be difficult for you to get a text like oh damn you're so lucky you get to fucking sit in fucking malibu and interview fucking ed milet or whatever the fuck you're yeah, doing yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, whatever the fuck yeah. you're doing at the time that's sick yeah, yeah and driving your fucking sick ass car to that house 
You know what I mean? Or whatever the fuck you're I'll doing. Be, I'll be getting driven. I'll be in the back of the black. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like when you get to that point where it's like, it's obvious that you're fucking killing it. It's, it's even if someone does text you like, oh man, you're so lucky or whatever. Like you'll be able to be like, send them a fucking Instagram yeah. story that you saved from, from everything's documented, man. From fucking six years before that. Like, dude, I was literally out yeah. here fucking broke driving. Uber. It's all, it's That's all long play. It. It's just knowing that having all this documentation is just showing people the the process of it. But yeah, it's important. I feel like a lot of questions I get too are just like people that are going or like, I'm not sure if I should go to college for this or pursue music or just like, or, or, or whatever. And it's just, um, a lot of the times it's, it's people around them that are influencing them to think a certain way. Yeah. Um, and that's one, that's another thing I was really good at. Seems like you're good at too. It's just like, at the end of the day, you're, you're you don't give a fuck, and just like you're just gonna do what you you're gonna do what you want to do, not because you're fucking ignorant towards it, but be just because you just have to. Like yeah. there's something in you that that just has to do these things, and I don't know what that is, but um, yeah, yeah, you got to put the blinders on and just go all in on whatever you want to do. That's all it comes down to. And in the beginning, it's tough because you're gonna spend a lot of time and energy trying to explain to people like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And when you just at some point you realize. I'm not going to waste any time and energy. I'm just going to do the thing I want to do. And I'll let all of my actions speak for myself. And if people want to support, great. If not, it's not a problem. Like just that's how the world goes, man. You know? Exactly. But Hey, this has been a fucking hell of a podcast. Hell yeah, um, everyone go listen to purpose in the youth. It'll be in the description. Go listen, go watch video and audio. And, um, yeah, bro. Where else can people go follow you if they want to follow you? Where can they follow the Bearded Man? It's just at Bob A on all social media. That's B-O, three B's, four A's, and a Y. Super aggressive, <laughs> I know. I wanted just B-O-B-B-A-Y, but that was already taken in. So it went you know, to what's funny B-O. is in, in, the, in my phone, I actually have it as three as like a bunch of Y's instead of a bunch uh, of A's. Yeah, that's what, that's what a lot of people do. Um, it, it's because of Instagram, that's how I got the three B's, four A's, and then I just transferred it everywhere. But um, at Bob A on all social media, at Purpose in the Youth on all social media podcast platforms and whatever, um, so they can follow me there. But um, definitely want to give you a shout out for setting this up and making this happen. And and uh, I really respect what you do and and uh, know that the love and and support all the way from Boston, Mass, is uh, is really appreciated, Kyle. Let's get it, bro. We Let's out here. Wins, baby. We're gonna have you on this <laughs> podcast soon enough. So just know for the folks that are listening Dude, that once I'm fucking out there, here, we'll do it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll be cooking up some heat. Heat. Let's get it. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that this podcast is something that i really enjoy it's not something that i'm just trying to do just because people are doing podcasts i've been listening to podcasts and i really like this space i think with the video version putting out a music video editing putting out songs everything that i was i was just putting way too much on my plate and not too much on my plate but there's just so much just going on just just so many new things that i was learning at once so i'm definitely working on coming up with a more systematic way of doing this podcast so that i can continue to put out one podcast one video podcast a week along with the audio because the audio like with the video there's a lot more stuff involved anyways uh this is audio so only audio people listening to this thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for supporting thank you guys for dming me thank you guys for dming me constantly asking me where's the next podcast because you really want it and appreciate the support it's lit use the code kb podcast 
on all my kits and beats on my site and you can get what is it 20 30 percent off crazy discount so with that being said i want to get another one out next week i need to f- schedule one to be filmed slash recorded and that's it hallelujah i always thought i had something to say and i guess i didn't so see you guys in the next podcast peace